This is Felix Dragsdale through the Marvel Universe, where Felix... That's me. ...drags me through this Marvel Cinematic Universe. Today we are talking about Avengers Infinity War, a movie where Spider-Man becomes an Avenger just in time to get stuck in a movie that won't end, and in a war that is almost impossible to win. Uh, Infinity War originally came out in 2018. It's the seventh of ten films of Phase 3 care about twists or spoilers you're listening to the wrong wrong podcast approximately half of everyone dies when thanos gets all of the infinity stones you would only think that we have one film left in phase three but they managed to sneak in in a wasp and captain marvel um having already seen captain marvel i know that that's a prequel but i don't know what they're going to do with ant-man and the wasp Mm -hmm. um uh, our web guy Mark pointed out that after Infinity War, War, yeah, I was like Infinity Stone, Infinity War. That's when we start started doing this podcast and started talking about doing this podcast. And um, everybody's been asking me if I knew the twist before it happened, and the answer is no, because when you don't pay attention to the internet, you don't know that half of everybody dies. Did it come out that long ago? I don't know. Wow. It was April 27th, 2018. A long time ago, air quotes around long. I was in North Carolina. Oh, wait, is this the one you tried to watch? I made my sister-in-law pick you up. <laughs> yep, because the film broke in all the movie theaters and the theater I was at. <laughs> yep, and then I sent my sister-in-law to go pick you up because I figured you'd have a better time with her than any other member of my family. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how the rest of my family doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I was putting up marble tiles in my brother's bathroom, which is the what shirt you're wearing today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was an aside. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, have you seen this movie before? Your answer is yes. And my yeah. answer was no, because I have I had no clue that like half the people were, di- were going to die. My obvious like thought on the twist was that. Black Widow hair hair was blonde now, mm-hmm. and I obviously knew that there was Thanos because like nobody would shut up about Thanos and like everybody was dressing up as Thanos and whatever. But I didn't know that he like, and I kind of got that he got most or all of the Infinity Stones, but I didn't get off get that he killed like half the world's population. I was honestly very shocked because like I assumed that like the end of the movie was gonna be that he gets all the stones. Uh-huh. But he basically has them all by like an hour in. Uh huh. And like most of them are off screen. Yeah. You must be the famous Pepper Potts. I am Loki. I am Groot. I am Iron Man. Agent Coulson. So I wanted to go through this quickly because there are so many people, and then I would like to follow it along, along with the dead or alive. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Do you want to do Dead or Alive, or who who's in this movie? <laughs> I'll do the Dead or Alive. Okay. That sounds fun. Iron Man slash Tony Stark. A lot. Hulk slash Bruce Banner. A lot. Captain Steve Rogers America. A lot. Ooh, Black Widow slash Natasha Romanoff. A lot. War Machine slash Colonel Bestie. A lot. Spider-Man Peter Parker. Dead. He got turned into Thanos Flake population reduction okay scarlet witch slash wanda maximoff also dead yep falcon slash sam wilson dead vision dead bucky barnes winter soldier dead pepper potts 
I think a lot. Maybe she said, I don't remember. He's they dead. didn't show it on screen. Sorry. But they announced, like, they put out the posters. I just don't remember what hers was. Okay, Doctor Strange. Dead. Maria Hill. Dead. Nick Fury. Dead. Um, Asgardians. Thor. A lot. Loki. Dead. Heimdall. Dead. And then I put this in Asgardians, but it's Altri. He's the giant dwarf man. He who is the forger of the oh. the dying sun hammers and stuff. Peter Dinklage. Yes. He's alive. <laughs> I assume he's alive. I don't know. Okay. Guardian. Gamora. Dead. Nebula. A lot. Mantis. Dead. Drax the Destroyer. Dead. Groot. Dead. Rocket the Raccoon. A lot. Peter Quill slash Star Lord. Uh dead. Wakandians. Wakandan? Wakandians? No idea. Black Panther. T'Challa. Dead. Okayo. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. That's why I wanted to do the dead or alive. Princess Shuri. I think she died. Yeah, she's dead in the posters, I guess. Baku. No idea. Neither do I. I A I O. (laughs) Who's that? That's the other lady who's like chief of security. She's in it. Don't worry about her. Okay. Other people. Um, Wong the librarian who doesn't have a library anymore. I don't but know. Neither do I. General Secretary Ross with the mustache. He's alive. Okay. Red Skull. Technically alive, maybe? Yeah, this is where I got really confused because the internet was like, oh, he, you know, because I assumed he died when he... Pr- Touch the Infinity Stone back in Captain America, Captain America. The first Avenger. Oh, okay. <laughs> he wasn't an Avenger in that. Okay. Back in Captain America. The first Avenger. Uh-huh. Because um, <laughs> he touches it and then disappears. But in this, this one, he reappears and like the internet is all like, oh, no, he touched the Space Infinity Stone and then he got transported to be the guide or whatever to the other infinity stone the soul stone and i was like okay so he's not a ghost but he's also like really old now but he doesn't seem really old he's like not human anymore because he was like floating yeah so i I was like ghost yeah so i want to go with ghost on him but According to the internet, he's not dead. He's just transported. Okay. Um, Stan Lee, bus driver. A lot. Oh, okay. Well, technically dead. <laughs> but I think they filmed this movie when he was still alive, so he'll probably have a cameo in the next one. Um, Children of Thanos. This would be Thanos and the people who follow him. Thanos, played by Josh Brolin. A lot. Ebony Ma. He's the the main guy who has lots of lines. Proxima Midnight, who is the dark horned lady with a dark forehead. Dead. Call Obsidian. He's oh, the big dead. guy. Corvus Glaive. He has a cloth helmet. Mm, dead. Okay. That's pretty good, right? That's so many people. <laughs> Everybody's dead. <laughs> so many people and so many dead people. So of those people, very few of them take off their shirts. Crap, where's my thing? 
first of all, it's all the people who regularly take off their shirts or never wear a shirt in the first place. There's Hulk slash Bruce Banner, both of them because Bruce unhulkifies without a shirt. Drax the Destroyer, who never wears a shirt, never wears a shirt, never wears a shirt. And Teenager Groot, who also never wears a shirt, but always has a shoot. Yes. Okay. There wasn't enough shirtlessness in this movie. Um, yeah. I think that will probably be reflected in the uh, Batman v Superman score. Because mm-hmm. it was definitely... And I remember, like, I think you said, like, five minutes into this movie that it was bad. I don't remember what triggered that comment by me, but I'm pretty sure I was, like, immediately was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. Are you ready to talk about the plot? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much. Um... <laughs> Yeah, well, there's two and a half hours worth of plot. Okay, so the plot begins on the Asgardian refugee ship. This is where we ended the Thor three Ragnarok, the funny one. It's called the Statesman, but you never learned that. I just learned that on the internet. Hmm. One of the Thanos people, who is Corvus Glaive, walks over the dead and dying while making a speech about how they've become the children of Thanos and death death and how they should be really happy. Also, Loki is there. Um, also, Thanos is making a speech, and he has a pink stone as his pinning gauntlet, which is really purple, and Thor is being dragged by the head. Thanos requires that Lo- Loki either give up the Tesseract or his brother's life, and he says, I think you prefer one. And then, he, um, then Loki lets Thanos power pain Thor's head and eventually like gives him the Tesseract instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the Hulk comes out because he was he was on whatever that place is called. What's that place? The place where the place where everybody is welcome because it's in between worlds where the Grandmaster welcomes you with a video. <laughs> oh, um, Sakar. Yeah, because he was on Sakaar, so he's there. So the Hulk comes in and uh, tries to beat up Thanos. And also Heimdall is there, and he calls on match- dark magic, but then all these people die. Is that, is that fair? <laughs> like, this is so, like, what's important is Loki tries to attack Thanos, and it doesn't work. And then he chokes him out. Yup, and he dies. Heimdall is there, and the, like Heimdall's last thing, he sends Hulk. he sends Hulk to Earth on a rainbow bridge. I Which, guess. Which like confused me because I was like, so he can just summon the rainbow bridge? I thought he had to have like that big machine. Oh yeah, the rainbow with the bridge sword. thing is super confusing, super confusing. So much because they just take it when they want to or when yeah. it's plot convenient so they can be in the right place in the right time. And yeah. if he could send Hulk, why didn't he just send everyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he like, um, Thanos stabs Heimdall in the heart. Mm-hmm. And according to like Thanos lore, he's supposed to leave half of the people alive. But later we find out that Thor is the only one left alive. Yeah. Right? So he just like, Takes out the entire Asgardian population. Well, supposedly some of them escaped or something. But I was Uh, like, how would you know that exactly half escaped? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And Thor gets his 
power from Asgard, or somebody gets their power from Asgard, right? And now Asgard is either Something the like place that. which is destroyed or the people which is also destroyed. So somebody should not have any power, right? Yeah. Okay, maybe that's why he needs his new hammer axe so much, huh? Yeah, that makes sense. Not really. Nothing oh. makes any sense. Yep, I just wrote, then things start on purple fire. <laughs> <laughs> and Thanos' people disappear. This is the power infinity stone. Ah, <gasps> uh, okay. So then we're on Earth in New York because we are in Stephen Strange's safe house mansion and the Hulk uh, falls into his staircase and ruins it. And he falls through the ceiling. Because he came through the, the Bifrost bridge, I guess. So like... And he tries to warn... Stephen Strange about Thanos being coming and that he's the worst and that Stephen Strange will like who? Mm-hmm. Then they go and talk to Iron Man slash Pepper Bots who are like going for a jog in the park and they're getting married. So she accepted yes. that proposal. And he was talking about having a dream about having a baby. Uh-huh. Which is not how dreams about pre- pregnancy work. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, I have had so many dreams about being pregnant mm-hmm. <laughs> and usually they turn super weird mm. like then you give birth to something weird or like then there's a chicken cutlet <laughs> what <laughs> just like weird stuff happens with the pregnancy okay or whatever or you're like you know like how you got pregnant like yeah it usually means you're stressed out about being pregnant or like seeing somebody was pregnant really recently but the point of this is that iron man now has a triangle glowy thing in the middle of his chest which is like nanobots nano something mm-hmm. help me out here it's his nanotechnology so that his suit can just stay inside of his body oh yeah it's a holder for his suit i guess yeah and, and pepper Potts is not happy about it yeah because that means that he always wants to be iron man because then he just carries his suit around with him in his chest instead of like leaving it at home sometimes not <laughs> having a suit since he did that big like grand gesture of destroying his 50 suits mm-hmm. um the other thing about this is that it means like his suit like reconstructs as it gets destroyed yeah also how many millions of dollars must he have wasted when he blew up all of this like uh-huh ridiculous or something that we know is not going to happen because we know Pepper Potts is going to break up with him because Gwyneth Paltrow is leaving the MCU. Well, she might just die or he might just die. Um. Well, she should break up with him because he's a terrible boyfriend. They're going to get married. I hope not. Um. Okay. So. Yeah. So then they, uh, they're like, we have to go find Tony. So they go. And take a little teleport portal thingy to the park with Tony Pepper. And they tell him that Thanos is coming. And then they go back to the Sanctum. And they're talking about what to do. And Oh, they get a little background on the uh, power stones. Stone. Yeah. yeah, from a holographic projectile. Mm-hmm. No, a holographic projection. Um. A holographic projectile would be something that's going to hit your face <laughs> and wong is like telling them about the stones 
I don't know why they don't know all this information already. Tony and Doctor Strange are like being sassy at each other because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you need to call Captain America. And he's like, me and Captain America aren't really on speaking terms right now. And then they start hearing like screaming and like wind blowing outside. And so they go outside to see what's happening. And there's like cars crashing into each other and people screaming, running. And they're like, what's going on? And then it cuts to a school bus. And Peter Parker looks out the window and there's a giant donut spaceship. And Stan Lee's driving that bus. Mm-hmm. And then he gets like, his hair stands up on his arm. Ooh, Spidey sense. <laughs> and he gets Ned to distract the entire school bus mm-hmm. on their field trip um, so that he can jump out the window and put on his Spidey suit, which Ned finds very easy because all he does is like point and say, aliens, we're all going <laughs> to die. And everybody like freaks the fuck out because duh. And then he puts on the Spidey suit and leaves the bus. Mm-hmm. Can we take a break and talk about the Infinity Stone? Because I did a wonderful recap. Oh, okay. Oh, or we'll we'll decide if it's wonderful. It's hard to make it wonderful when it's like a bunch of nonsense anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how many Power Stones are there? Or Six. no, how many Infinity Stones are there? Six. I'm dope already. <laughs> okay. Um, I was gonna go through this in color order because that makes the most sense to me. In rainbow color order. Yes. So the red stone is the reality stone. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what was originally the Aether mm-hmm. from Thor to the Dark World, the bad one, where it was ground up in a bunch of like floaty dust particles. But apparently somewhere along it's solidified back into the reality stone and it was given the ether was given to the collector by the Asgardians so that they didn't weren't holding two infinity stones in the same place mm-hmm. as opposed to earth which definitely had two infinity stones number 2 orange is the soul stone it's on this planet place called vormir mm-hmm. guarded/guided by red skull just for funsies so we get to see him again. <laughs> Number three, yellow is the Mind Stone. This one is smack dab in the middle of Vision's forehead. Which was also in Loki's scepter. When it was in Loki's scepter, it was in a jewel case that made it blue, so it's extra confusing. And that's how he mind controlled people in, in and- the first Avengers movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then it went to the Sokovia division of Hydra, yeah, where it was used to create Scarlet Witch and her brother, mm-hmm. right? And then it was then it was used to create Vision and got stuck in his forehead. Mm-hmm. I mean, they put it in his forehead. They didn't like throw it in his forehead and were like, "Oops, I guess <laughs> it's there now." <laughs> okay, the green Infinity Stone is the Time Stone. It is in a necklace called the Eye of Azkaban. Nope. What's it called? <laughs> Agamotto. <laughs> okay. Which is on Doctor Strange's necklace. Yes. It can make time go backwards mm-hmm. and forwards. Number five is blue. Mm-hmm. It is the Space Stone. It used to be, or it is in the Tesseract. It was most recently stored in Asgard's vault. Before that, it was on Earth, hanging out with the Nazi division of Hydra. And then it was dropped in the Arctic Ocean. And then it ends up with Captain Marvel's namesake. 
And then something weird happens. I'm not exactly sure where it goes mm-hmm. after Marvel. Yes. Um, and the last one is the purple, which is the power stone, which is the one that was on Xandar from Guardians Volume 1. Mm-hmm. No, it was just called Guardians of the Galaxy. It was, didn't have Volume 1 on it. I don't think so. Um, it's the one I wrote down, Guardians Dancing Stone. It's where they have a dance-off for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanos already has this at the beginning of the movie. He got it from Xandar, the place with the pink people and the regular colored people, where he like already killed off half the population or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, then there is a fight with the with the spaceship, kind of. Yeah, the, what's his name? The telekinesis guy. <sighs> uh, we said his name earlier. It's I get them all mixed up because they never really say their names in the thing. I had to look it up. Um, you're probably thinking about Ebony Ma. Yeah, him. Because he kept, like, having his name in the subtitles. <laughs> he, like, tries to fight Doctor Strange with their, like, magic powers, and then the Hulk is, like, trying to fight the big guy with um, Captain, or uh, Iron Man, but Bruce can't get the Hulk to, like, come out. Yeah. He's struggling, and the Hulk's face comes out for a minute, and he says no. Spider-Man shows up, and they're trying to fight him, and then he, like, uses a Doctor Strange portal to put the big guy in, like, a different part of the world. And then um, they chop his arm off, and then Ebony Ma takes Doctor Strange uh-huh. onto the spaceship. So Spider-Man chases after him. And then the spaceship's going up into space. And Spider-Man's uh-huh. gone up into space. And then he stops being able to breathe suddenly. Um, and Iron Man goes, nope. And like puts this new Iron Man, Spider-Man suit on him. And then tries to like parachute him back down to Earth. But he doesn't go. And they both end up on the spaceship. Good summary. <laughs> next scene takes place in space. The Guardians of the Galaxy are jamming out and following a distress signal to where the Asgardian refugee ship is decimated and all are dead except for one muscular man. who is Thor, obviously. Um, they wake him up and Peter Quill feels jealous mm-hmm. because he is good looking and muscular. <laughs> they say he looks like a pirate angel or something like that. Because he has his eye patch on because he lost an eye, mm-hmm. in case you forgot. But not for that long, as I predicted. I was like, they're going to give him an eye. And as we're watching it, Anton goes, is that a metal eye? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, it's an eye patch. And then he texted John. And he was like, there's some guy that just showed up with a metal eye. John was like, it's an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> So our friend Anton learned about eye patches in this movie. Yep. Um, <laughs> they talk about Thanos and his plan for decimating planets and how they have to stop him. They try to find out where Thanos is going. They talk about how the power stone on Xander was already stolen. Um, that the time and mind stones are both on Earth mm-hmm. because that'd be totally cool keeping them in the same place. Um, that the soul stone, the orange one, is lost. Nobody knows where it is. And that the reality stone is nowhere, the place nowhere, from 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, which isn't Volume 1, <laughs> with the Collector. Yeah. And that Thor needs to go to a place called Nidavellir, mm-hmm. which is the place where his original hammer was created before Hela crushed it like cake. Yeah. Um, so they fill it up, Thor and Rocket, the raccoon, but Thor doesn't know what he is, so he keeps calling him a rabbit, and Groot go to Nidavellir to get a Thanos-killing weapon in the pod of their ship, and the rest of them, who he keeps calling morons, <laughs> uh, go to nowhere <laughs> in the regular ship. Um, Gamora makes a point of talking to Peter um, and asking him to kill her if she gets captured by Thanos because she knows something that Thanos should never know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this cute scene where, like, Drax is watching them make out. <laughs> and insisting that he is very, very still and nobody can see him when he's that still. Mm. Are we ready for the next scene? Yeah. Because I get to start it with geography. Scotland. Yeah. It's supposedly somewhere outside Edinburgh or in Edinburgh. But anyway, it starts out with vision is now Caucasian. <laughs> and... You're like, why is he British? (laughs) He's always been British. (laughs) Because Jarvis is British. Why was Jarvis British? That's also what, like, got me. Because the voice actor is British. Yeah, but, like, why, if you're Tony Stark, would you do that? I know a lot of people who have, like, their Siri and their Alexa set to the British voice. Why? Because it sounds cooler. I guess so. Well... That worked out well for that actor, I guess. And he's sharing a hotel room with Wanda because they're now they're totally like together. Mm-hmm. And the Mind Stone is talking to him like it's making noise and giving him headaches and whatever. So they go to the train station because Vision is leaving and they have a nice little talk about how they're in love. And Vision says he should go because the Mind Stone is supposed to warn him and that he should go. Oh, that was a lovely sentence to me. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they learn from some TVs in a display in a in a storefront. Is that where it looked to be? I'm not quite Why? sure what that was. In movies, is there always there stores with TVs in the window? Playing news. Yeah. That is not a thing I've ever seen. Nope. <laughs> like. I'm like, what? Why would is it like a just... TV store? Are they like advertising the TVs? Yeah. Like, perfect place to put this would be in the, in this train station waiting room. Like, you know how airports yeah. are constantly playing CNN headline news? Yeah. Like, just pretend that's playing in the train station. People have to wait for trains. Mm-hmm. No, that didn't make any sense. Okay. So. <laughs> that seems like a weird, like, 90s trope. Like, totally. pre-Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um. Which also, like, doesn't make sense to, like, put your TV in a window. Because people can't hear well through a window. No. Like, look at that TV. It's on all day. And you're wasting so much energy. Because <laughs> you can't, like, buy a TV. It's... Oh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So while they're talking about whether or not they should go back and try to find Tony Stark because they see that he's missing, um, Vision gets attacked. By. Oh, is this by the the lady with the dark forehead and the horns? Mm, no, it's the other guy with the claw. Oh, okay. And he has, like, the stick that makes Vision not be able to phase through it. The stick. Oh. The, like, 
beer. Yes, I don't sir. know, whatever it was. Um, and then Scarlet Witch like throws him, and then they try to fly away, and then the woman's like chasing after him. And then there's a big fight scene, and they're fighting, but they're not doing a very good job. And then they're in the train station, and they're fighting some more, and they all stop to like watch a train go by. And then behind the train, you see in the shadows is Captain America with a beard. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about that after the end of this fight scene. And also Falcon and Black Widow mm-hmm. with her new hairdo. Which is shorter and blonde. Uh-huh. Twist of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, And they fight. And then the fight ends. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> 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 Great. Then we get back to... Um, so Felix, I know how you feel about beards in general, but how do you feel about Chris Evans in a beard? I like it. I think he looks what sexy. Cause you hate like you hate beards. Yes, but I love Chris Evans. So does like Chris Evans just trump the beard, mm-hmm. or it like or... it ages him a little bit? But like uh-huh. he's supposed to be like kind of grizzled and on the run. Okay. I definitely still prefer him like clean shaven or with just like a tiny bit of stubble, but uh-huh. beard works. Okay. And because he's got the longer hair too. He's usually like super clean cut. Uh-huh. I don't think the beard would work with like a short haircut. Okay. That surprises me a lot. Your type is basically everyone, but especially people who are taller than you and blonde and married <laughs> to women. <laughs> but, um, like the one thing it is not is beard. No. Now he looks more like my type. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, he's more like my age. Yeah. Um. How did you feel about Black Widow's new hairdo? I think it's really cute. Yeah. I her red hair always looked fake to me. I don't know if Scarlett Johansson is a natural redhead or blonde because she goes back and forth in movies a lot. Um. But no, I think it's cute. It's definitely better than her like. Um, the weird like Iron Man one, like with the big curly hair. Yeah, yeah, it's very sleek. Okay. Good cut. It feels like it would get tangled in all those ropes she's using all the time. Less. Yeah. <laughs> that it. But also, this movie, she's like fully just a superhero. Like in Age of Ultron, she's basically a superhero the way she's like fighting. But now she fights like these aliens that have super strength, and. Like no problem. She's just like punching them and doing oh, backflips. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, Captain America is now not wearing like red and blue. Mm-hmm. He's like in a backwards motorcycle jacket, yeah. leather motorcycle jacket with a star on it. And he doesn't have a shield. Yeah, because that got taken away by a guy who insisted it was his father's, which is like not true. Yeah. Yeah, because it was given to him by S.H.I.E.L.D. or whoever. By his dad. Yes, but that doesn't mean once you, like, give somebody something, you can't just insist on giving it (laughs) it back. I mean, true. And it's not him who gave it to him. It's not Tony Stark who gave it to him. It was one of the many actors who played Howard Stark. (laughs) Or... Even was Howard Stark even there? He was just in the yeah. room. No, he made it. Yeah, but did he own it or was it property of Shield? I don't think Shield existed yet. Oh yeah, Shield didn't exist yet. Okay. It was like pre-Shield. Yeah. 
Like, once you give something away... <laughs> the you shield. Uh, shield. You can't, like, insist on getting it back. Yeah. Like, there are certain things that are like that, but most things are not like that. Like, I gave you those pants for your birthday. Give them back to me right now. <laughs> okay. It would be more like, my dad gave you those pants. It would be. <laughs> Give them to me. Yeah, you got those those pants for my brother, who's now dad, for your birthday. Give them back to me right now. But he's basically saying, like, my dad made that shield because he was, like, a smart guy who, like, liked you. And you've, like, disgraced his name. So now you don't deserve to have it. That's bullshit. <laughs> Why? Because... He disgraced his own name. Nope. Howard? Yeah. Like, Howard spent his life making weapons, and then he died, and then his son made, like, terrible weapons. I know because they never exploded, and that's how he created all his enemies. Mm-hmm. So that's really, like, Tony's the disgrace in this. I mean, yeah. And um, he doesn't get to decide who's a disgrace. Yeah. It's like, I don't like you anymore. Give you, give me back those jeans my brother gave you well, for your birthday. His best friend did kill his dad. <laughs> um, while he was under mind control. There's too much mind control in this universe. Um, yeah. Well, there's too much. A lot of things. <laughs> okay, so I am. We have a flashback to the Green People Planet, whatever that is. Um, those Chinese dragon alien things are attacking. Um, and there is a green child uh, named Gamora there who Thanos talks to and shows her a like double sided knife that like balances on his finger while her mother definitely gets killed. Mm-hmm. And along with like half the population of Green People Planet, and then he kidnaps her. Then he kidnaps her and makes her his daughter. Um, then we go to nowhere. Do I have, do do I play the geography sound effect for this? Because it's not a real place. <laughs> I feel like it should. It's also in space, so oh, we decided it's not uh, geography. geography. <laughs> okay, so they're at nowhere. Remember, this is the thing from Guardians, where it's a giant um celestial, like a big godlike creature's head that they are mining for, um cerebral fluid. Mm-hmm. It looks abandoned and. Thanos is talking to the collector and he is telling him that he does not have the stone. He sold it. And then Thanos is alerted to the Guardian's presence when Drax gets real angry and tries to attack him. Yet again. (laughs) Yeah. And then Gamora actually attacks Thanos and it looks like he's dying, but you know he's not dying because we're like 30 minutes into a two and a half (laughs) hour movie. And then just like cries her eyes out because she just had to like kill her dad. And then he reveals what's actually going on because the one stone or because the second stone, he, like the stone he just got is the reality stone. Mm-hmm. And like nowhere is just like shambles and he's alive and he's like, oh, you are sad for me and whatever. Then he makes a bunch of like weird reality things happen. Uh, Mantis gets slinkied. <laughs> I didn't like that. Yeah, it seems dumb. Just, no, just like visually, it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Uh, Drax was chopped into blocks. Um, uh, Peter, like, he captures Gamora, and uh, Gamora asks him to shoot her because 
that's what he promised to do. And there's like this really emotional scene where he's like, I don't want to do it. And she's like, you promised. And then he does with his like fancy alien like gun. And then it comes out as just bubbles because he has the reality stone. And then Thanos and Gamora like disappear off to wherever. She's now kidnapped. Yep. Again. <laughs> yep. And then on Earth. At the Avengers headquarters. Is that where it is? Because... Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. I'll say it's not because <laughs> there's no Avengers left, but there are. Geography, mm-hmm. where is it? Upstate New York, I think. Yeah, they say upstate New York, but it's like not that far from New York City. Colonel Bestie is meeting with holographic Colonel Mustard General Secretary mm-hmm. Ross. Um, when the exiled Avengers come in and the Colonel Mustache says, arrest them. And then Colonel Bestie holographic hangs up on them. <laughs> yeah. And then the Avengers talk. And there's like an awkward moment between um, Hulk and Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah. Which like, I feel like maybe they're just not going to like touch that anymore. I'm fine with that. Because that was a stupid subplot. Yeah, you did not like that. <laughs> yeah, and that, that would be fine. Because like nothing really ended up happening. Mm-hmm. And it's been two years. Yeah. And then all the Avengers talk. Vision wants to destroy the Mind Stone and thus die. Banner thinks that if they take out the stone, there'll still be a lot of the Vision personality and person left. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the Mind Stone is part of what makes Vision Vision is what Vision is thinking. That's a lot of visions for one (laughs) sentence. And they don't have the technology to remove it there. So then Captain America's like, I know somewhere we can go where they have the technology. The answer is Wakanda. Um, geography. <laughs> yeah, geography. <laughs> On the spaceship that is a donut that is has Doctor Strange and Iron Man and Spider-Man and that one dude who's uh, Ebony Ma. Doctor Strange is being tortured by some fancy microsurgery stuff while he's like suspended in the air because for whatever reason he has some magic spell on his fancy necklace. That means that nobody else can get it unless he's alive or he lets them. Something like that. Yep. So they're going to torture him to get it off. Iron Man and Spider-Man save him. After mm-hmm. Iron Man lectures him because they have like a you weren't supposed to come like kind of like argument. But they do that by blowing a hole in the side of the ship and blasting uh, Ebony Ma out into space. Um, And then Peter becomes an Avenger. Officially. Yep. Because he was like, did you see that really old movie? <laughs> Alien. Yep. And... Aliens. So then we go back to our we go to Thanos's. I said it was his ship, but maybe it's just his like wherever he keeps his chair. Um, I think it's on his ship. I don't know. They talk. They say they've been like what comes out of this. They were together for twenty years. Thanos describes how he saved her planet by killing half the population, and now everyone has enough to eat, and it never rains. Yeah, he says. He says it in like the and it's always sunnier, like the sun and the sun shines on everyone, whereas before everybody was hungry and fighting for scraps. Which also like that's just not how economies work. <laughs> like 
even if there is enough resources, the reason that there isn't enough resources isn't because of the amount of people on the planet or whatever. It's because people divide up the resources and the money and the food inequitably. And then other people have some and other people don't. <laughs> yes. But if you kill the population, there'd still probably be rich people. It's not like immediately going to become this like perfect communist utopia. The, there is so much <laughs> wrong with this. I mean, like, there's also um, there's also a, th- a theory about like, carrying capacity, and like you know, like every planet has its own carrying capacity. Yeah. Where you can't go above that population, but like in ecology, populations kind of even themselves out mm-hmm. just because like. If you go too far above that, then a bunch die off of starvation, and then you're, like, way below that for a little bit, and then you build your population back up, and then people die of starvation, <laughs> and then such as that. Or, you know, you have a predator-prey relationship, and so people are being, well, not people, but, like, whatever your organism is is being gobbled up, sorry, gobbled up by that, that predator, and it kind of evens out that population around a carrying capacity. But, um, like, this is nonsense. <laughs> and, like, the way he's saying they're, like, destroying the planet or whatever, like, planets are so much more resilient. Like, you have to do so much to actually destroy a planet. And, like, by the time, like, you start doing bad things to it, then usually you just get, like, global warming or something and the planet, like, regulates itself. I don't know what you mean by that, but okay. Like, you know, like, but, but, Mother okay. Nature is, like, stop it and starts causing tornadoes and hurricanes and then people die and everything goes back to normal. <laughs> I love how Mother Nature is a character in your version of the world. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like planets are big places. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, you could just destroy the environment, but like, and it, you're usually not going to like kill off an entire world no not until you have a death star mm-hmm. anyway yeah something's gonna survive and usually it's the cockroaches so then he's like i told you to go find me the soul stone she's like i couldn't find it and he's like you're a bad liar and i'm disappointed in you because i'm a parent he brings her to nebula who's like bended and being tortured and like torn apart telekinetically or something electromagnetically oh. who knows and he's torturing her, and then Gamora's like, no, stop it. So she tells him where it is. And the answer is on Vormir. Mm-hmm. That's where we take our break to talk about something else that's bad. So, Dale. How much do you think this movie cost? Um, this had like everybody and their sister in this movie, so I'm gonna go with a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I bet it also made a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You need more Great. specific? <laughs> nope. Let's go. No. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna go with it cost two hundred and fifty thousand. No, $250 million to make. More. What? Okay. $280 million to make. Mm, more. 
$300 million to make. More. $325 million to make. Around there. Yeah. What? What? Okay. This was so expensive because of the people and it was super long. Like that? I mean, there's a lot of fireworks also. Were there lots of fireworks? Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember what scene it was, but things were blowing up and they were using real fireworks. Oh, apparently I forgot it because this movie was so long and boring. And also they filmed both of them at the same time, so I don't know if this is including both Infinity War and Endgame's budget. Oh, they filmed both of them at the same time? Yeah. Oh, so they're done with the other one, mm-hmm. and they wanted to release it a year later. Yeah, I guess there's lots of editing, so you can't like really do them both at the same time without like hiring, you know, like without hiring. Well, it's just like a thing that movies have done since like Twilight. You know, mm-hmm. the last movie always gets two parts for no reason. Hunger okay, Games. So, did so you're it. telling me that this is the last movie ever fantastic i love it (laughs) no okay it's the last movie in phase three um i don't love that but yeah so the budget says somewhere between 316 and 400 million wow yeah that's a lot of money Mm -hmm. okay so it made a lot of money and i remember that Black Panther brought in more than one point something billion dollars. And this one, I feel like, made slightly less. So, domestically, Black Panther actually did make more money. But worldwide, Infinity War made more money. Okay, that kind of makes sense because I'm guessing that all the black people in America were like, yes, (laughs) we love this movie. And all the Chinese people were like, whatever. Yeah. We have like zero black people here. Or very few black people. I mean, there's no place where there's zero <laughs> black people. Like, I'm sure there are places. They're very tiny. So, domestically, what do you think it made? I'm terrible with this. Okay, $775 million. A little bit less. $600 million. $700 million. Right in the middle there. <laughs> $650 million. Close. $678 million. Damn Felix. $678,815,482. Okay. And? Worldwide. Yes. How much do you think it made? I told you already a lot of money. Yes. One point. Nope. What do you mean, not one point? You don't know what my unit is <laughs> unless the answer is $2 billion. That is the answer. Fuck. <laughs> $2.48 billion. Billion. Seriously? Or no, 2.048, I guess that would be. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Because this was not a good movie. <laughs> you don't think it was worth $2 billion? No. <laughs> I believe I said that within the first scene. Mm-hmm. Because I was really irritated at somebody making a grandiose speech about the children of Thanos and, like, trying to, like, power pain Thor's head. Mm-hmm. That was a really irritating scene. So it was nominated for one Oscar. It is... Um, what Oscar? I'm guessing it didn't win because Black Panther won half of them. The top grossing movie of 2018. 
number four in all-time worldwide, uh, number four in all-time domestic, number one in worldwide openings. Wow, number one in single Saturday and Sunday grosses. Jeez Louise. Felix, let's not watch the second Avengers movie. <laughs> I do not want to contribute to that one's success. It was nominated for uh, visual effects. Did not win. Okay. I'm done with this now. <laughs> money, money, money. Must be funny in the rich man's world. What would you buy with $2 billion? Um, like so much stuff. You wouldn't finance Infinity War Part 2? Well, it seems like it has a pretty damn good return on investment, <laughs> so maybe I would. Yeah. But it'd be really hard to keep myself from talking shit about it. That's true. Well, you could just do what Kevin Feige does and just like be very vague and never actually answer a question. So how is this gonna this movie going to be? Well, it's going to be very well attended. Yeah, it's true. It's very exciting, and there are going to be more special effects than you've ever seen before, because it's three hours long. <laughs> wow. I think it's so funny, like, with Batman vs. Superman, because it was so long, and, like, they didn't do well. They mandated that Justice League not be over two hours, so I think it's, like, exactly, like, an hour and 59 minutes. And then... This one did so well that they're like, oh, people sat through it for two and a half hours. Let's make the next one three hours. It's going to be the next Titanic. Back to the plot now. Sure. Going to Nidavalier and the pod. Rocket and Thor talk about how all Thor's friends are dead and how Thor is 1,500 years old. How do you feel about him dating Earth women? Yeah, that seems weird. Also, we missed it, but in, I think it was when they were on the ship and they were talking about like how, you know, Thor was like talking about his family and how they're all murdered and blah, blah, and then Quill's like, yeah, well, I had to kill my dad and he murdered my mom, blah, blah. Thor says that his best friend is dead and I believe he's referencing Heimdall. I thought that too, but it could be Loki. No, because he said my brother. But oh, yeah. his best friend was Sif, who's just not in this movie at all. Um, <laughs> is it Sif? It's not like the guy who eats a lot. No, he's dead already. <laughs> yeah, but he also said that like everybody's dead, and if he's dead already, he's still dead. That's true. But they died in the second movie, and Sif didn't. <laughs> so I assumed that she'd be around, but she's not. I don't even think she was in yeah, Ragnarok, but- was she? That's weird. The hungry guy died in the second movie, not the third movie, Ragnarok. Oh, maybe which he died was, in Ragnarok. Which was directly before this movie. I don't know. They died in one of them. Maybe it was Ragnarok. What do I know about Thor's friendships? <laughs> All it does is spark off a like a my family's worse than your jealousy war, mm-hmm. where Thor handles it very well, and. Peter Quill does not. No. Winning the affections of Gamora in this weird uh, scene. So. In the pod, Rocket also gives Thor a fake eye. Wait, no. A animatronic. A bio. Give me a word here. Cybernetic. 
cybernetic eye. <laughs> sure. To replace the one he lost, which he like just pops in. Yep. Fulfilling my prediction of they will not let this man be one eyed for this whole movie. Oh, no. Then they go to Nidavellir, and uh, Itri is the only one there. He is a giant oh. dwarf. <laughs> His proportions are weird. And this, the dying son is dead, and Idri's hands are stuck in some wax mm, hands. I think it's metal. Well, it's metal, but it looks like wax hands. Yeah. Thanos said that his hands belong to him. We find out the backstory, which is that he made Thanos the Infinity Gauntlet because Thanos said that he would spare Idri's and all his men's life if he made them the gauntlet. He didn't make the gauntlet. And then Thanos killed everybody except for Itri, who he, he gave some handcuffs, hand hand holders. <laughs> like he encased his hands in metal. Yeah. Which again doesn't go with Thanos' whole thing about only killing fifty percent of the people somewhere. No. He killed all of them except one. And I had lots of problems with this because I was like, how do you like go to the bathroom and wipe your own ass if yeah. your hands are encased in metal? So there's nobody left alive on the space station to wipe your ass. I don't know how he's even like alive. How's he feeding himself? <laughs> he just uh, yeah. Well, you can't cook, right? Mm-mm. So they have to go like restart the um dead sun. What's that called? It's a it's called something. Foundry. No. Dead star. No, it's like black hole. It's a thing where you like put like a like a big shell around a sun like use its energy it's a real i mean it's not a real thing but it's like conceptually a real thing i don't know what a dyson sphere oh yeah like the vacuum so they need to restart the dyson sphere yeah okay because it's like frozen yeah and that turns on the forge where it heats the metal but that's not a forge that's a um a foundry and a, 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 what's the thing? A crucible. Metal terms. Yeah. I was talking about something the other day and I said something about um, investment casting and everyone was getting on my case and I saying like, why don't you just say make a mold? And I was like, because it's not just a mold, it's a cast. What's the difference? Well, you make the mold. To do the investment in. What's an investment? Because, like, so you make a mold out of, like, plaster. Right. And then, like, you fill that up with um, the hot metal. Right. And then the, um, like, styrofoam or the plastic or whatever you have inside holding it together, like, holding the shape melts away, leaving just the metal. And then that cools, and then you cut off the plaster. Okay. Or you boil it off. In hot water, cold water, whatever, because the temperature is already very hot. Um, and then you have your thing. Okay, so that's the investment. Yeah. Why is it called investment? Because, like, in that, you're destroying the mold. Yeah. And investments um, to me mean that you are getting some return on it and making more than you got back like when i invest in avengers endgame and get like two billion dollars 
It more expensive than die casting or sand casting. That makes sense. But the per unit cost decreased with large volumes. So the investment is that you can do it over and over again. I thought you were destroying the mold. No, you're destroying the thing that's inside of it. Like the placeholder that makes the mold. Oh, okay. But cool. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, the point is, when you are forging something, like the forge is like the oven that you put the metal into when you're going to like smack it around. But he wasn't doing that. He was melting ingots to pour into a mold. Uh-huh. Which is not forging. What's that called? Moldy. Casting. I think it would be casting. He used the foundry. He used the foundry to cast. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> this okay. has been Metal Talk. But then the mechanism that gets the energy out of the Dyson Sphere star thing is crippled and because the iris is stuck. So Thor holds it open manually. Which they assumed would kill him, but because it's a movie, it doesn't. Yeah, also in this whole thing, like Thor is flying around in space without like any oxygen. Mm-hmm. Why can he do that? Because he's a god. So he doesn't breathe? I, I thought he, like, because he also dies. Those gods die. That's true. Like, it seemed like Thanos was suffocating Loki by, like, Uh choking him, not, like, breaking his neck or anything. Yes. So if they didn't need oxygen, then they couldn't be suffocated. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That would be, you're squishing my neck. Yeah. You're going to make my throat hurt when I eat next. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Okay, um, then then he holds the iris open just enough time to melt the metal and cast it. And, and then... what was stupid is that his clothes get singed, but they don't burn off. And his skin burns, but not his clothes. Uh, yeah, why isn't he naked? I don't know. Why is he still wearing that shirt? Who knows? It's dumb. Then, yeah, then he, like, passes out and then, like, falls and, like, hits his head and gets stuck in the foundry and, like, is apparently dying. Mm. And they're like, he needs the hammer or the the axe. It's an axe now, not a hammer. Yeah, because they think that's going to save his life for whatever magical reason. Which was stupid because we literally learned in the last movie that he his magic doesn't come from his weapon. It comes from Asgard or whatever. Either the people or the place. I'm not sure. Um, And for whatever reason, it's very important that those hammer axes have a handle. Yes. And Idri can't find the handle, probably because he never prepared one, and asks Tree to help him find one. And Groot grows a a handle handle for him Mm -hmm. and snaps it off. Um, All the time, all this time, uh, Itri's hands are never released from his nope. <laughs> hand cuffs. Yep, so now Thor has a hammer. Axe. Hammer axe. Yeah, totally. That's what he has. So then we go to Titan, 
which is a planet and therefore does not get a geography sound. Mm-hmm. Um, Titan is also the name of Saturn's largest moon. Mm. But this is not Saturn's largest moon. This is the homeworld of Thanos. Yes. Where everyone's dead because they wouldn't do a genocide like you suggested. Oh. Um, and Thanos would take issue with that because it's not a genocide because he's killing half and he's not picking and choosing a race or religion or anything like that. Yeah, he but is like, randomly selecting. How is it randomly selected? Because he's not a supercomputer. And, like, I don't know what their census data looks like. Um, yeah, but he can get a supercomputer. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But it was stupid because, so, the ship, the donut ship that Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and Iron Man were stuck on was, like, programmed to take them back to Titan. We don't know why. And then, um, Nebula escapes from the electromagnetic field that she's being held in. Yep. And calls Mantis to tell them to meet on Titan. Also don't know why. And I guess they just all assumed Thanos was going there. There's a lot of people in this movie just going where they need to be. Maybe that's where Thanos' big rock chair is. Mm. Is on Titan. Oh. And that's why she's on Titan, so she's like, meet me at Titan where I am. Oh, Pick that would make up. more sense. Yeah. So then the Avengers crash, or the, the three of them crash their ship, Donut. Then... Yeah, they they now that they've killed a big guy, Ebony Ma, they have to land the ship because yeah. it doesn't have any landing programming. Which also didn't make any sense because it looked like the steering wheel is like two like handcuff things that you put your hands in. And that they weren't able to do it. So, like, Tony had to take one hand and Peter took one hand. But, like, Ebony Ma was the same size as, like, a normal human. So, how would he be able to fly if they can't? Yeah. And when they stuck their hands in, they stuck the wrong hand in. <laughs> yeah, they did. So, they were, they were bad at piloting. It was a badly designed thing. And yeah. why did you have only, like, one person on a giant donut spaceship? All these questions. But then Spider-Man's spidey senses go off and he's like, something's coming. It's going to lay eggs on my brain or something like that. Yep. And, and it turns out it's Mantis. So then they fight. Yep. And then Star-Lord shows up and Rocket and, or not Rocket, uh, Drax. And they're all fighting each other. And then they're like, who are you? And he's like, where's Gamora? And they're like, who's Gamora? And then Drax is like, why is Gamora? <laughs> yeah. And then eventually Iron Man says, who is your master? And Peter Quill is like, <laughs> what do you want me to say? Like, Jesus? <laughs> Which is funny because he's religious. And then he says, you're from Earth because only Jesus is on Earth. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yes. And he's like, you're not working with Thanos? And they're like, no. And that's how no Avengers movie would be complete without some some good guys fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, Thor sent us here. And they're like, you know Thor? And he's like, yeah, not that good looking. He's jealous of how good looking Thor is. Oh, with, good, with good reason. On Vor- Vormir? Mm-hmm. I'm always afraid I'm going to say that wrong. 
Red Skull is the tormentor who welcomes them, meaning Thanos and Gamora, um, and says that he has to know those who journey to seek the Soul Stone, and then they must pay a terrible price um, to get the Soul Stone. It is a soul for a soul. And Gamora laughs because she thinks that Thanos loves no one, um, and so he won't be able to get the Soul Stone. But it turns out that he does love her, his daughter. Um, and so at that point, she tries to stab herself with her double-sided knife and kill herself before Thanos can sacrifice her in order to get the soul stone. But it turns into bubbles because he already has the reality stone. And he throws her over a cliff and then wakes up in a pool of water with the soul stone. Mm-hmm. And, it, and in all of this... Even though they made like a huge deal about nobody being able to touch an infinity stone, Thanos can totally touch all the infinity oh, stones. Yeah. Like it was like a one time a group of people could do it and only gods can do it. Well, he's like special. I don't know. Special in what way? Because it seemed like he was just an average dude on Titan <sighs> who like oh. couldn't get his own way. Yeah, I don't know. It by... doesn't make any sense because he's like so much strong. Like he's stronger than the Hulk. Yeah, but I thought that was just, like, a thing of, like, his species. No. And then uh, once you have the the Infinity Stones, then you can become even more powerful because, like, the Power Stone is supposed to give you access to all the power and energy in all of the oh, universe. That's right. So then you're more indestructible and have more strength and power and things like that. I don't know. But it's all stupid. Yeah. Yes, it's all stupid. Okay. Podcast done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, they could all touch it when, like, it was in, like, the Tesseract or, like, the Sphere or whatever. That's because it had a protective casing, but none of these do. Yeah, but, like, they said that, like, the only reason that, like, Star-Lord was able to hold it was because they were, like, sharing the energy and also he was, like, half whatever. Celestial? Yes. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why didn't Star-Lord's dad, like, go get all the Infinity Stones then? Because uh, he was really bad at being a supervillain. True. He was just horny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah. So, she's dead, and he's all sad about it, but also not really, because he has the stone. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to Wakanda. White Wolf, i.e. the Winter Soldier, James the Bucky Barnes. Cinnamon Roll. Gets a prosthetic arm gun. No. Yes. Just a prosthetic arm. It's just an arm. With a gun. Why would you not put a gun in your (laughs) fancy arm? I don't know, especially because they have those, like, laser spears. (laughs) You'd think that his arm would be able to shoot that or something. Princess Cherie will try to disconnect the stone from Vision's head so that they can destroy the Infinity Stone. And they are going to be attacked by aliens who want the stone. Um, the protective Golden City Dome holds them, originally holds oh, them off. Oh, that's what the fireworks were when the ships crashed into the dome. Yeah, but that's not, like, how do you, that dome is CGI. <laughs> so how do you, like, you could put real fireworks in there, but, like, that's not the same as, like, real fireworks in a real place. 
I mean, maybe they did the real fireworks in the real place and then just CGI'd the dome in. Yeah. Everybody's getting ready to physically fight because they know they're coming for the stone. Mm-hmm. They have a nice chat with the two main baddies at the edge of the uh, protective dome. The mm-hmm. dark head and the big guy. Black Panther says, you're in Wakanda now. You'll have nothing but dust and blood. And they say, we have blood to spare. Mm-hmm. And then they send the little creepy, like, crawly alien thingies. To fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From big, like, tall triangle spaceships. <laughs> yep. So different spaceships. Um, and these, yeah, they have, like, four arms and, like, big teeth thingies. Mm-hmm. And they are just, like, ravenous and, like, push through the shield, like, force field shield, and, like, when their arm gets cut off by the force field, like, they just keep coming. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like they're smart. They're animalistic. Um, but then they start going around the shield. And then they start panicking because they're like, oh, no. If they're circling the p- perimeter, if they get around and get in, there's no protection on the backside. They're going to get to Vision's Mind Stone from behind. Mm-hmm. So they decide to open up a tiny bit of the shield and let them in so that they'll all come through in a controlled manner. Yeah. Thor shows up on Earth with a rainbow something and a lightning hammer axe. Yeah. Because apparently you don't need a Bifrost, you need a lightning hammer axe. I don't know. Yeah, apparently he can control the Bifrost now. Yeah. I guess. He could uh, never before. Yeah, this thing that doesn't make sense he just showed up right like mm-hmm. as himself like where are rocket and Groot no he showed up with them oh so he can just take them on his, ro- his <laughs> yep. broadcast <laughs> okay yeah so he shows up and they're all they're fighting it's a big fight scene everyone's fighting and then they release these giant like um underground like what are those things called tunnelers yeah uh I don't know. If you took, like, the big, like, saw blades they use for deforestation, but, like, put them sideways, and they're, like, the size of a building. How are they underground? Well, because they went underground. Oh, did they really go underground? Yeah, that's how they got under the force field. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Ah, giant circular saw blades. Oh. Yeah. That's how one of the bad guys dies. Oh, yeah. And a big circular saw blade. And then Rhodey and Colonel Best Friend are like, or no, Rhodey is Colonel Best Friend. Who's, <laughs> what's the other guy? Falcon. Yeah. They're like shooting at him, blowing him up. And then the horn dark head woman is fighting Black Widow and Black Scarlet Witch and Okoye. And you're just saying names now. <laughs> they're like fighting in a pit. Everybody's fighting. No, this is what happens. Okay. Black Hornhead Lady comes across Scarlet Witch and she's like, you're going to die alone. And then Scarlet Witch comes in and she's like, she's not going to die alone. She's not alone. And then they all fight. And then Scarlet Witch eventually like mind pushes her into the path of an oncoming giant saw blade and she gets ripped apart. Yeah. And everybody gets splattered with some gross blue blood or something. And then the big guy with the hammer thing who the Hulk. got his arm or, ripped off. Oh, yeah. the like Suddenly Hulk. have his arm back. I don't remember him getting his arm ripped yeah, off. Yeah, like when they portal him to like 
Sahara or wherever they portaled him to. He like tries to reach through the portal and they close it on his arm and his arm's chopped off in the park. Eh. Well, he has his arm back. Uh, and... Maybe there's more than one big guy. Uh, yeah, Bruce Banner is in the Hulkbuster suit because yeah. he can't get the Hulk to just come out. And so he fights the big guy in the big Hulkbuster suit. But he's not very good at it. Well, yeah, he's never worn that suit before. <laughs> but he's, so, very, he's very enthusiastic. He and so then he like puts a rocket on him and makes him fly up to the force field and he blows up. And there's more fireworks. Um. Can we pause here and go back to Titan? Sure. Thanos comes to Titan. Mm-hmm. They have like a booby trap set yeah. up for him. So they ambush him and they're fighting him. And they like all get him all tied up and then Mantis does the like go to sleep thing on him. Yeah. Like they did to Ego. While Iron Man and somebody else try to pull the Infinity Gauntlet off of his yeah. arm. And Which makes no sense. Like, why was it so difficult to take it off? It can be if your your hand's really sticky. But, like, the other thing is, if I would have done that, I would have yeah. cut his arm off. Like, if it's that hard, like, I know his skin's really thick or whatever, but, like, you have that sling ring thing. Yeah. You could have, like, put his arm through that and then put it somewhere else, like, 100 yards away, and then it's off, and then... Then on you go. You got you got an Infinity Gauntlet with a with a Thanos hand on it. Mm-hmm. Dude, dude, you're done. Or they could have like magicked him somewhere. I feel like. Meanwhile, like Nebula and Peter Quill are like yelling at him about where's Gamora, and they're like, and they find out he's dead, and so Peter Quill is like losing his <gasps> shit. He was so stupid. Yeah, he, that annoyed me. Yeah. Um. He was so stupid. He uh, he gets really, really mad and then ends up like taking him out of the sleep mm-hmm. by like basically being mad at him about killing Gamora. I felt like Doctor Strange's powers were being like not used to the fullest of their abilities. Mm-hmm. And he could have probably just done it by himself. <laughs> <laughs> like here's the sleeping thing. Let me cut that thing off yeah. of you. The the other thing is um that uh, Doctor Strange in this time before Thanos gets there, he like looks into the futures and he looks into mm, like a thousand four hundreds right. futures, and, and only one of them do they win. Um. Also, so, why couldn't he have just put him in a time paradox like he did to Dormammu, and then he'd never win? He'd just be stuck in time forever because he didn't have the time stone, so he couldn't make it stop. I don't know the answer to any of these questions. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, they had a bad plan. I think that's what it is. I, I wonder... don't know. Maybe he could have gotten out of it by using the reality stone. Mm. He also had that. Did um, do you think the dwarves forged the necklace? Uh, I'm gonna go with yes. That seems like a reasonable thing. Cause why not? <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah. So then Thanos is all awake and he he loses his shit and uh, pulls Titan's moon toward the planet, mm-hmm. which is like this also is complete nonsense because if your like moon was actually like falling to your plan toward your planet in a bunch of meteorites, it would be falling so hard and so fast 
that like nothing would survive. No. Like you wouldn't do that. Um, and but it's following little pieces, and Spider Man that grabs people and saves them with his webs to get them out of the way of falling things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote Strange does some fancy trickery, which I don't know what that means. He like made like a thousand of himself, and then was doing oh, some yeah. other magic stuff. He like there was like one scene of him using cool magic stuff, and then he just didn't actually use it for the rest of the movie, which was stupid. Yep. And then Thanos grabs and destroys his necklace, but Strange is hidden the stone. Mm-hmm. Um, then Thanos fights Iron Man, and he creates a sword thing, and a oh, then Iron Man gets creates a sword thing from his like nanobot whatever suit uh, to stab Thanos, and then Thanos grabs that off, breaks it off, and then stabs Iron Man with it. Yeah. Um. Thanos is about to kill Tony with the gauntlet. Then Strange says. Spare his life, and I will give you the stone. And Tony says, don't do that. But then Doctor Strange does, and he puts it in the thumb portion of his gauntlet. And Peter Quill is real mad, and Doctor Strange just says, we're in the end game now. Mm-hmm. That's the title of the next movie. <laughs> so then Thanos teleports to Wakanda, and everyone like sees him and he's trying to fight and they, they all take their turns in slow motion like trying to punch him and it doesn't work um and so then vision's like you gotta destroy the stone now and she's like i don't wanna you'll die he's like you gotta do it to wanda which like is it exclusively the the mind stone because that's what gave her her powers or could she do that to any of the other stones too? Like, why didn't she just blow up the stones on his gauntlet? Um. Well, from the movie, it seemed to take a really long time to explode the stone. I suppose. And that was the stone that they had. So that's the stone that they could do, because the other one was in Doctor Strange's time thingy, and I don't think they knew that it was in his time necklace. Mm. So they didn't know that. I don't know. Why would I know? I, know. I like how you ask me these or questions. Or I feel like Thor should have like may had them make his like axe with little like nodes, like little spaces to put the infinity stones in, and then he could have like his axe with the infinity stones. In. So that whoever has the axe has all the power in the world. Yeah, and all you have to do is steal that axe. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But or get a robot to steal that axe for you. You know what? I don't think that his hammer or his axe is exclusive to him anymore. Because Odin is the one who put the like enchantment on the hammer so that only someone who's worthy could pick it up. Yep. In the first movie. Yep. So everybody gets to use the, the thing next time. Mm-hmm. So Hulk will be using it. <laughs> and everybody's favorite asshole, Iron Man, will be using it. Maybe they'll all just get axes. Yeah, they'll have to go back and then they'll find, oh, they'll prop open the iris with the axe and then they can just make more axes and everybody will have axe and then it won't be the Avengers, it will be the Axe Avengers. Like Hawkeye will just shoot like tiny axes <laughs> out of his bow. Yep. Okay. I like this movie. 
So Vision, or so Londa does destroy the stone in Vision's head, and it takes a really long time to do it, and there's lots of crying and emotional acting. Mm-hmm. And, and then she dies. And then... Oh, no, he dies. Vision and dies. then Vision dies. And then Thanos comes in, and since he has the time stone, he just rewinds time to before the, the stone was uh, destroyed and pulls it out of... of uh, Vision's head, mm-hmm. and then Vision gets to die a second time, and then Wanda dies when he starts disappearing everybody. Yeah, but before he disappears, people, Thor appears again out of nowhere and like throws his axe in his chest. And Thanos pulls it out and says, next time you should go for the head. Or the hand. Why didn't you just cut his arm off? So again. <laughs> Why did no one want to cut his arm off? Which is crazy because someone gets their arm cut off in literally every one of these movies. So true. <laughs> Thanos has a spiritual experience with a little girl, Gamora, mm. in a pool of water. And in real life, his gauntlet is a little messed up and then he disappears. Yeah, It seems to still work, though. It totally Like A lot of people works. were speculating that it was broken, but he portals himself away. He portals himself away, and he like kills half of everybody everywhere. Well, like it looked broken after he snapped. Oh, okay. He didn't destroy the stones. No. He, if anything, he just like messed up the, the gauntlet itself. And then people start disappearing. Bucky Barnes is the first one. Peter Parker is the saddest one. Um, but we know he comes back because he has another movie. Yeah? <laughs> he does with Jake Gyllenhaal. Wait, Jake Gyllenhaal's going to be in that movie? Yeah. Is he going to play a teacher? Mysterio. Who's Mysterio? The villain. He wears like a fishbowl on his head and he does magic. Oh, that seems terrible. <laughs> why Why would anybody put a fishbowl on Jake Gyllenhaal's head? <laughs> um, but yeah, so then everyone's dying and everyone's sad. And then he's just like on his farm and he's got like his little suit of armor up on like a scarecrow. Just hanging out. End of movie. Mm-hmm. You think you're the only superhero in the world? You're here with a mission, sir? Well, I guess that's worth a look. You know, and thank you, by the way, for listening. Gross. Um, in the after credit scene, Nick Fury and Marie Hill um, get into a car accident, but there's no driver of the car. Also, hel- helicopters are crashing because people are disappearing. Then, then Nick Fury super space pages Captain Marvel. Yeah. You are never a god. You are never even a man. Kill Martha. You know, we saw Captain Marvel before yes. we watched Avengers and Ant Man. Yes. So now we have to record two podcasts before we can do Captain Marvel, even though we've seen it like three weeks ago at this point. I, I know all that. I was going to go see Captain Marvel again. Take so notes. Then, yeah, I mean, I took like some fairly good notes because my cell phone has uh, a pencil thing in it. Oh. And then you don't have to put it in bright mode to take notes because if you just pull out the pencil and like right on your screen, it takes it in dark and then your pencil is like white on it's white on black. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was not disturbing most people in the movie theater by taking really scribbly notes. <laughs> nice. But um, 
yeah, I I am a note taker and I forget lots of shit that happens in movies. Like apparently like half the times people get their arms cut off. <laughs> so. So on the scale of to compare to Batman versus Superman, what did you think of Infinity War? Well, considering like it only took me like three minutes to say this movie was really bad. <laughs> I can't say that I'm going to give it a high a high score. And the reason we do it in Batman versus v Superman is because uh, Felix made me watch Batman versus Superman, and I declared it the worst movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So every other movie I ever see has to be better than that, or at least <laughs> equal. And I guess it's true, because every Marvel movie has been better than that, even though every single Avengers movie our heroes are fighting each other including this one so there was less of that in this Avengers movie yeah I like the fact that they gave Thanos some motivation other than just like be bad or you're evil or whatever like he has he has a philosophy even though it's obviously a very flawed philosophy um so that was helpful to it. Um, like nobody took off their shirts. So that's not helpful. <laughs> and I don't like the Peter Gamora romance, but that's apparently maybe over. I don't know. Maybe they'll bring her back because they realize that she's she's good. Maybe she is the soul stone now. And she'll live forever. <laughs> so then she'll start dating Thor, just like Peter feared. Or we'll put they'll put her in like Vision, and then it'll become a Vision Gamora like hybrid. Oh my god! So, but there were so many bad parts of it, like the fact that Thanos never like follows his own like philosophy of killing mm-hmm. half the population of anything. The fact that he doesn't apply it to populations that are near their carrying capacity. He just like applies it across across the board. Like <laughs> you're on a refugee ship and you already just lost like the majority your of your population. population. <laughs> cool. I'll kill half your population or more because Yeah. That's what I do. Um same thing with the foundry. Killed everybody except the guy who he wouldn't let go to the bathroom properly. So that's silly. Yeah. Like, I have a problem with, like, encasing people's hands. Like, I realize that there are people who cannot use their hands. And they obviously, like, do things. But they also don't live alone. Yeah. I do like that Thor got his eye back. Or got an eye, a replacement eye. He didn't get his eye back by magic. So that he looks like uh, a symmetrical human being. (laughs) So, in conclusion, three? Oh, wow. Yeah, going with three. Okay. That was really, really long. Same length as Batman vs. Superman, the extended edition, actually. Oh, my God. Okay. So three Batman v Superman for that. Okay, Felix, what did we learn? Oh boy. Um, apparently Thor doesn't need oxygen. Yeah. 
I wrote down, no Avengers movie would be complete without some fi- heroes fighting each other. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to fight somebody who has control of time. Mm-hmm. I'm also upset that, like, I mean, he had the space stone, so he could, like, teleport, I suppose. But, like, why didn't they, like, fight him in, like, the dark dimension or the mirror dimension? Like, I, like, I just feel like if they had just, like, tried to stop him earlier before he got all those other stones, it would have been a lot easier. Like, because he didn't have the reality stone forever. Yeah. And, like, I think it was, like, when he got that, that made him very difficult to fight. Uh-huh. Even though the power stone is supposed to be the one that is powerful and makes no sense. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I learned, don't lose your cool while somebody you're trying to put your bad guy to sleep mm-hmm. because that will wake him up. Which you'd think they would have just learned from doing that in the last movie. <laughs> Don't trust a bad guy to keep his promises. If he says that he's going to like do this stuff and not kill all your people, if you do this thing for him, he still might kill all your people. Mm-hmm. You should have a backup plan. Like exploding gauntlet. Yeah. <sighs> so, the next movie is Ant-Man and the Wasp. What do you think is going to happen? Finally, a woman gets a super suit. Scott takes a plea deal. For breaking the Scobie Accord. And so now he can't be in the Avengers because they mentioned that. Michael Douglas is the person who turns into some dead person Thanos flakes. Mm. I thought they would kill him off. We'll probably talk more about this during the uh, Ant-Man. But um, because they mentioned it in this movie, he did not break the Sokovia Accords because they didn't sign the Sokovia Accords until after they fought um okay just saying well maybe he gets in trouble for but he was never an avenger Mm-mm. i don't know what the sokovia Accords say also maybe he just got in trouble for destroying an, an airport in germany that's fair for like no reason because that was real stupid mm-hmm. felix why do we never have sky beams I know. You promised so many sky beams. To there me. were sky beams in the first couple of movies, and they just stopped doing them. But guess what? What? There's sky beams in the DC movies, so. No. <laughs> no. There's a sky beam in Batman v Superman. I know there's a sky beam in Batman v Superman. Wait, no, I don't. I forgot that movie because it was so terrible. I blocked it out of my mind. <laughs> Join us again when we talk about Batman and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Where Michael Douglas will turn into dead people flakes. <laughs> okay, good job. It's only eleven twenty-two. <laughs>